Welcome back to the Mobile Home Investing Lessons Podcast with your host, John Fedro. Tune in weekly, plus listen to past episodes designed to make you money, save you time, and give you confidence as an active mobile home investor. Now, here's your host, John Fedro. This is going to be fun. Thank you so much, Patricia, for being here. Um, it has been a while. We've talked a lot on the phone, and it's so good to see you face-to-face. Uh, and I'm really, really honored for you to be here. You're busy, and I'm so proud of everything that you've accomplished um, in the area. Thank you so much. A short period of time. What does your business look like? Are you doing this full-time? Uh, you know, How many parks are you in and the deals under your belt? And yeah, what do things look like for you right, right, right now? Okay. Okay, first of all, thank you so much for thinking on me and to talk to you. I am really happy uh, to be in here and talking to you. Um, well, now I have, uh, have been doing around 30 deals, mobile home deals. And I have a park with some partners, uh, 30 units mobile home park. Yay! <laughs> and I have uh, actually another two mobile home parks under contract, and some other houses coming. So I'm, I, I'm, I'm working hard with my husband. And you, so it's you and your husband doing doing this together. Yes. Now we are doing this together. At the beginning, it was only me, but now he's getting involved, and he has been very useful, very helpful. <laughs> he wasn't a, he wasn't a believer or he was just too busy he was uh, he was making money to for the house so for paying bills and i was doing the mobile home and we never uh, used that money to live thanks that he was working the only the, what we have been doing is using all that money and invested again and invested again and invested again so we again get to a point that I think we are getting closer for him to just stop working his, his actual job. Oh my yeah. goodness. <laughs> That's wonderful. And for folks yeah. listening, that doesn't happen overnight. I mean, depending on what kind of uh, income you're trying to replace, it's going to take over two years or no, over yes. a year, over two years. It's not three, four months. Uh, no. Yes. We, with all of those homes that you mentioned, those those thirty mm -hmm. plus homes, is that's not that's not the park. That's just the no. individual homes. Would, were those all homes that you uh, are making cash flow from, or that you sold them for cash? I have around twenty that are I mean giving me cash flow. The others have been all cash. Okay. Was that out that of have been really good? Was that out of necessity of Hey, I'm running out of money, or you didn't want to hold on to the home because of something, or you just got made a really good offer. I have a, a really good offer in some of them, and others, they were uh, that I will need to put invest too much money to fix them. So I just uh, receive a good offer and sold them as is. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> the 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 parks that you, the park that you have now the other two that are made you know lined up was mm -hmm. that always on the radar for you did you always want was parks always the go, the the goal yes that has always been the goal yes and that's kind of what I I love this business because I have been 
uh, I hear uh, someone that you talk uh, that she learned with you and her dream was to have a restaurant and she sold all her portfolio of houses and finally got that dream. Uh, and I really think that this can help a lot of people to get their dream. It, it doesn't have to be a mobile home park, but it was for me. From the beginning, I was, uh, I, I, I don't know why I felt so in love immediately about mobile homes. I don't know because I don't have mobile homes in my country and I wish I had. <laughs> uh, that will solve a lot of problems of poverty in, in, poverty, in poverty places in my country. And, um, and I just know I just, I just love it. I just love everything about it. And, I, and, and from the beginning, I want to have a mobile home park. <laughs> oh, for me! <laughs> you do, and it's not wasn't that it's far exciting. away. A couple of years after getting started. Yes, yes. Now that I'm sorry to interrupt you. Let's no, no, it's okay. I have um because you have this experience of mobile home individual mobile homes in the parks, and and now being a park owner. How and this is completely everybody is different, but what do, what would you think is a safe number for like cash? If somebody mm -hmm. that has available cash, what is a safe number for someone to get started with just the individual homes? And then if they're thinking, well, you know, I want to get a park, what's kind of a safe capital, safe cash that they should sort of someone should probably have? Do you think, in in your mm -hmm. opinion? I I think that it doesn't matter how much cash do you need is um not to give up. Is what is what I actually I think. Uh, you can start with a thousand, with five thousand, whatever you want. But if you just give up, it doesn't matter. It's not safety. <laughs> it's not a safe place for that. It's been only over two years, I think, like we had mentioned, um, over mm -hmm. two years. Let's take a, um, let's go back in time. You know, we, okay. all, we, we, we all know where, where, where you are right now, but going back to before that first mobile home, you saw it, you instantly liked it. Um, talk to me about your first deal or about first looking at mobile homes or go back to that first deal, if you would, and tell us, tell us about that. Please. Okay. Um, first, I had my, when I have my second baby, um, I my husband and I talk about me staying at home for a year after I have to go back to work, and uh, so I can take care of her. And when it's time for me to go back to work, I didn't want to be in a place from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. with my baby in a daycare. And I, we were just trying to figure out what we can do. My, um, my husband actually have always have a, a very um, long light is what we said in Spanish. Like, like he looked very far away <laughs> and he was like, um, we, we tried a business before having a, a truck, a business truck, having 
phrase and all that, but it didn't work, but it has a lot of stress, uh, a lot of um, money that it was uh, lost. And we were trying to find what else we can do to, for me not to go back to work and do another thing, being able to take care of my baby. And at that time, he, well, I, I started looking at the real estate. I was listening podcasts and I was, okay, what can I do? What can I do with this that I have? What can I do? And then I listened for um, uh, a podcast that you record with the bigger pocket. And I just was like, I like this. Let me do some numbers. He's saying this and this, this work. And, and then I tried to, others, uh, to, to do others, um, other numbers with other kind of deals, with houses, with uh, another kind of niche uh, on the real estate. And I was just, no, no, I like mobile homes. Well, I'm sorry, that was a long story. <laughs> okay, and um, what happened next? Um, I call you and you show me how to do. <laughs> I was trying to do it by myself first. I went to some parks and tried to talk with, um, with some sellers, but I, I, I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to do. It was like, okay, if this is not working, I will definitely go into call federal. <laughs> so I call you. <laughs> After we got started together, what was the timeline? I mean, you were, you, you hit the okay. ground running. Yeah. How, how long to your first deal? And then what it, yeah. Okay. What, well, my first deal comes really quick, actually. I think it was like a month after that we start that I finished all the lessons and I, I start doing all the steps. And after all that, I received my first call and it was, um, was, a really good deal, actually. <laughs> so you, you didn't have to negotiate? It just it fell right what? into your lap? Yes, what was the situation, uh, well, if you remember? Well, yes, yes. Um, was a lady that it, she didn't have money to pay the rent. And he, it was the, the end of the month. And she, she had a big fight with her sister. And, well, she doesn't have money. The house was kind of in bad shape but at the same time i i knew someone who was looking for a mobile home that he was very handy so it was kind of i, I didn't have it not even for a week it was <laughs> a hand to another and it's still giving me cash i'm that, still receiving payments for that home uh, that excellent how many more how many more more years uh will, will uh, they be paying you it going to it's going to be a couple of months more. It's going to be in January, the okay. end of the yes. When you're yeah. selling these homes on payments, what's changed from the from the first deals to now? You know now deal thirty. You know it, now that you're doing more deals, um, what's changed? Now I I'm more confident and when to wait to sell a home, not to sell it just to the first buyer. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm asking for a higher, higher down, down payment 
I'm asking around 10,000 from down payments. Almost all my last homes I have sold in the, in the prices, uh, down payment. And a bigger prices for the homes because I'm more confident of the home. And, but we have been doing a lot of fixer upper of the home. That's why you feel uh, at more- At the beginning, yes. At the beginning, I was so scared of those kind of deals because my second deal was um, very difficult because I didn't find a handyman who fixed some couple of things. It wasn't like a big deal. It was just a floor and a painting in the walls, just a couple of deals. And I have to call to a lot of handymen, handymen that didn't finish the work, that at the end, it was a mess. <laughs> it was a mess, the second one. And then I get a little bit scared about those deals. but um working and learning how much is that things cost and then um my sister-in-law in-law husband start working with us doing those kind of, of of work he didn't know anything about mobile homes he was just handy and we start working together trying to figure out how this can happen and now he's like I start in our business oh. because he's doing like a, a lot, a lot of hard work uh, on, on the home. And you can trust mm -hmm. him. You know where the person yes. is and they have yes. the, they wanted, they have, I think that's the thing with the handyman. Like they, I mean, maybe, maybe not, but I feel like they don't have as much vision. Like they don't, um, the, the person that you're working with, your family member, you know, he's mm -hmm. getting, are you partnering with the deals together? You know, you're all. Or do you just, just pay, the, the, pay for the job? At the beginning, I was just paying for the job. Okay. And now in the last, I think, five homes, we have been partnering together and have been great because he's excited about it. He's more involved. And I'm just confident that the work is going to be done and the yes. way it has to be done. And that is the best part of all. <laughs> Let's... Let's go back to that second deal. What was mm -hmm. so, so I assume uh, if you, if you remember, well, I assume that you purchased it correctly. You know, you purchased it at a good price and what was the, was this a two bedroom or a three, a three bedroom? A three, a three bedroom in a, in a nice mobile home park, a family park, uh, big with pool and in a good area. And yes. it needed, it needed not just cosmetic stuff, but structural work. I, soft spots, yes. leaks. Yes, okay. yes, exactly, exactly. What did you find? What was the, how many handymen did it take? What kind of excuses were they giving you? Please put us, try to put us in your shoes, like okay. dealing with this joker. Okay, the first, buy, the first buyer that I had, I saw, I, I saw him that he was trying to make some extra work to, to earn some money. So I talked to him and said, hey, do you wanna do this work? Just take a look and tell me how much are you going to, to, to charge? He was there, take a look and start working. He gave me a very low price and I was so happy. Okay, I did a good deal, it was so cheap. And after one day, he just, I think he just realized that he was giving me a very low price for the job and start, not going back to the house and doing the work. 
because he was the first buyer and he's going to be making payments, I didn't want to have trouble with him. I just say, hey, just leave it like that, no problem. After that, I start calling people in cards, in signs, and they are all um, having high prices for for just painting the wall, like a thousand dollars just for painting a couple of where like okay, no, this is not going to work, <laughs> and and I, I and I couldn't do it myself. That's something that I may could do it myself, but. I have my babies. Um, my husband at that time was doing another job, so I couldn't handle myself. And at the end, I find so I found someone was there that gave me a reasonable price, but he put the carpets like just put it like there with when. I, I don't know how to explain that was you look at that and it was awful all the all, all the carpet the, the corners of the carpet was like that and you feel the softest spot in the in the floor and things that all wrong but at the end I found a buyer that was handy and he was able to buy it in that way and fix it so so that was the second handyman on that second property and he didn't even, mm -hmm. did you pay him for the work that he said he did or did you just fire, you know, give him a little bit mm -hmm. of money and he went on his way? No, I pay him and try to sell the house just like it was. Um, I knew that I couldn't do anything else. And, but luckily I found this person that I, oh, he said, oh, I know how to do this. This is all wrong. I will take care. I, ha I, know, I know I have the tools and all that. But at the beginning, it was hard for me because uh, a lot of buyers, potential buyers, didn't want to buy it because just they can't see that it wasn't right. This was a three-bedroom, you said? Mm hmm The three bedrooms are a bit more forgiving, you know, and you're, uh, w this, this home was in a populated area. You don't have yes. to mention the air, but I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of folks there. So if this was in a small town, you know, in, mm -hmm. uh, and it was a two bedroom, you wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been as forgiving. You know, there wouldn't have been as many people willing yeah. to take it as is, but you, you know, it's a good area, the good park, you purchased it correctly. Um, handy people, handy men, mm -hmm. handy women. It is the, on, on all of these interviews, that is the, well, that's not true. On many of these interviews, that's what is a, a really big obstacle for, for us as investors. I truly believe that. Yeah. Yes. It's very important that you have to try to find that person that is reliable and knows the work and can talk to you and say the truth. I think that's a very good part. And I think that we can find it if, but I, sometimes it can take a little bit longer than that it took me because I have it just right there. <laughs> I didn't actually know until I just realized that. What tips would you give somebody looking for a mobile home handyman or if they're not happy with their own handyman? I think that is in, in, in all the business, not only in the handyman, is very important to trust in your instinct. 
I don't know if this is correct how to say it. And if you are, if you found a person that it doesn't look like he's going to do the work for any reason, this probably is not going to do the work. <laughs> and you have to trust in that voice that is saying, hmm, hmm, something, it doesn't look like it's going to work. I really like that. Our inner voice, I think, gets louder with experience. And that's something I hope that folks watching this video, they can put yourself in all these other videos, they can put your, you know, them, themselves into our shoes. Because in the beginning, it's that little voice is so quiet of, you know, he's being a little disrespectful, or <laughs> why won't he let me finish her? Or, well, he yeah, didn't really show up on time, but I believe him. You know, he's got an excuse. And then after you get burned a couple times and after you realize, hey, I'm the one paying you. It's, you know, excuses are fine, but I don't want to listen to them. And then eventually that voice is like, run, you know, like, this is, you know, <laughs> you're like, but in the beginning, you just have to believe that voice or, or ask someone or help, hopefully ask someone yeah. or, um, yes. anyway, it just, I thank you for mentioning that and that. <laughs> All of us, uh, is in, and it's almost like there's just an infinite amount of handymen. So if, if, if you're tough and you're, you know, oh, they didn't fool me that time. They didn't fool me. It's like an ongoing, you're working with your family members. So this isn't the same, but if you keep yeah, having exactly. handy people, you know, from the public, it's going to, you're eventually going to get fooled. You're eventually going to get either a little lazy or comfortable or I trust this person, you know, or just, mm -hmm. I, I just don't have the time. So I'll just assume that it's done and I'm just going to pay the person. It's going to happen. And that's why it might not happen in the beginning, but the, we have to be, like keep both eyes wide open when we deal with handy people. I have bought, actually, I haven't told you this, but I have bought a lot of my homes from the park managers. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. That was, yes. What percentage do you think? Uh, like roughly? Um, probably um, 50%. Okay. Well, good. Yes. Yes. Probably. Yes. Um, around that number. And they're obviously, so that's one manager or a couple of them? Two of them. Two of them, and I, this is a story that I actually want to talk because oh. it is about um, being patient and working and don't give up. Uh, with this park, I I was there talking to the manager, and the manager in first place said that is okay for me as an investor being working there. When I bought my first home and then tried to place application. And she was like, okay, I just want to do this and I want you out of here because I, I'm not allowed to have investors in here. And suddenly she just changed. And it took me people and weeks to get an application um, back and the results of an application, the approval, the final approval. And that was working like that for a couple of months, like probably five months and I was going there showing up because some days she was like better than the others and just one day I was there paying the lot rent and she said oh I just want to talk to you um 
this time the owners of the park are having they have uh, uh, some houses that they wanna uh, sell to an, an investor and i just thought in you i was like <laughs> okay <laughs> after all this time all my suffering <laughs> and finally it was there she had five homes at the same time for $100 the house I was like okay good deal good deal good houses three bedroom two bathroom in a good area they ha they had a lot of new homes that they were selling so they didn't have the time or the money to spend in repairing these houses and it was amazing just five you know just at the first time and just like that have been going you had the and this is now is this in a community where you know that or you think that other investors are are in as well or is it just you in there out of curiosity um they have some uh listing agents that okay. take their homes to to list it and i know there have been around some other investors but now i think that i am the only one having the actual deals from the, the, the part on from them. That doesn't, that doesn't happen often, but it sounds like the park is kind of playing a little favorites. Like they like you, you know, it took a number of months for them to be as maybe friendly or as giving as they are now. And then you were at the right place at the right time. Plus you pay the bills on time and you do what you say you're going to do. And then they gave you an opportunity with, five homes at a hundred bucks each. How did they get those five homes? Were they all, were people got evicted, you know, right before that or? Exactly. I don't know for how long those houses were sitting there hmm. because as I said, I couldn't talk with the managers about these things because she haven't been so friendly. She wasn't actually rude, but no friendly like wow. others. <laughs> and so I don't know for how long those houses were there empty and so just one day <laughs> they give it to me some of the of some of them it, it took a lot of work to to fix them because some of them uh, some of them were in good shape that's only do some floor and some things and some others we have to do roof or we have to place walls a lot of things but it worked because it was in a good market and in a good market and I got a lot of big high down payments who who bring back all my costs so you recoup, mentioned, I recoup all my investments yes you mentioned that earlier on in the in, in the call and I'm glad you brought that back up that's because correct me if I'm wrong but the homes are beautiful people are willing to put down more money because you put more repairs these homes don't need when people move in, they don't need anything, not even cleaning or anything. No. And something that the people really love is the floors. I have been found that when you put the, this flooring um, that it's sold in Home Depot, that it looks like shine, like wood, but it's not wood. Yes. With the planks? Yes. Oh, yes. That one. Uh, they make it look bigger and clean and new. 
uh, even if the cabinets, I don't change, I never change cabinets. I try to fix them or painting if it's needed uh, because that's a very expensive part of the, of the kitchen. And, uh, but when they see the, when they see the, the floors, they are just in the paint and floors. They mm -hmm. are just in the floor. Is it e you, uh, you'll purchase a two bedroom, a three bedroom, four bedroom. Do you, do you have any one bedrooms? No. Okay. No, uh, I have not. Okay. Now, I had in, in a 55 and plus. I had uh, two, two in a 55, because this is a big community. This one that I'm working is a, a, a community that owns a couple of parts. And at the same time that I got these five, they offered me these other two. So I took them and I didn't get a lot of money from them um, actually, but I, recoup my investment right away. A lot of them, I just uh, wholesale them. I just don't fix them. I, I because um, I have been, a lot of people know what I'm doing now and know that I trying to help people to get into a home and they call me and said, I have a, a family member that he doesn't have a lot of money, but he, he is willing to do anything in a home. So I can get them into the park, try to put all together in, in the application, you know, helping them to fill the application because sometimes they don't know how to do it. And at, if you don't do it right, you can be just denied. And so I'm trying to help them because almost all my buyers, almost, I just got my first uh, um, uh, American person to buy a home, but all my buyers are Hispanics. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes uh, all Hispanics. And we are all excited to have a home, something to call a home. And well, they a lot of them work in construction on things like that that is easy for them to get materials in a very low cost and they know how to do the repairs and sometimes I just get the home from the park give it to them for for them to fix them it's going to be under my name until you finish and then they pay off right away the house when they finish like when they finish doing the repairs two or three mm -hmm. months down the road or mm -hmm. three okay they give me something they give me something at the beginning mm -hmm. and I start working if they don't um finish or well my idea because have that never happened if they don't finish i know i am the owner and i can get back the home mm -hmm. but they always finish the home doing the things and pay me the rest of the money and then they pay you how much they're but they're putting down a good a good bit up front yes. as well yes okay. yes because i'm getting this home so uh, such a low price it's very easy to for for to recoup that investment how do you decide which homes that you're going to put the work into and sell for you know more of a retail price versus i'm going to sell the home needing a lot of work but I'll sell it for a discount and I don't 
where you don't put any of the work into it? How do you tell, how do you determine that? Um, probably depends on the time of the year. If I always have a good time of the year, I know that by the end of the year, the things get a little bit slowly. <laughs> and if I have other homes that I work in already, that I don't want, I don't have another handyman to work in this, or I don't want that. So I, and I have that, those, those people, sometimes they are just waiting for me to call them. Like, do you have a home for me to fix? No, you have to wait because now I don't have anything. And so they are waiting for me. And I, I, I try to contact them in the, when, when it's needed. Excellent. Oh, that's very good. And that's so helpful. That helps. You could, you could be fixing this up and selling it for way more, but you're selling it to somebody that's hardworking. They want to do the work. You're still making a profit. You're still helping mm -hmm. folks. You can, and you keep the relationship with the management. You can go do other deals as well. Exactly. You, what's your, um, now that you're getting into parks, are you still going to be, um, are you still going to be doing the one and two deals in other people's parks or do you want to start just focusing more on parks or what's, what's your time? Well, it's going to depend on the, of the size of the mobile home park that I can vote because if when I get uh, 100 units or more, it's going to take me <laughs> more time, a lot of time to get there and put in <laughs> into work. Um, but for now that I have this small park that is already running by himself and by itself, um, I can, I, I will definitely keep working like one by one. Any funny stories, any interesting stories, anything that stands out in your mind is uh, right now? Um, I actually was trying to think in a funny story before this video and I, I couldn't think of anything. The only, the, the, the only thing that came to my mind was me driving on expressway, you calling me saying, hey, I'm just checking, how is everything? Okay, I'm going to a park. And I was like, crazy woman talking on the phone <laughs> and I was like yes I was so excited all the time and trying to find that park going all around and trying to take like all <laughs> and I, I think that's the only thing that I only that I remember um no other things <laughs> no that's okay sometimes business uh we can't always remember the funny times or the, or maybe there's just no fun times. It's just all business. And it's just work. business. Yeah. yeah. The funny part is the, the, the paycheck day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's the fun part. Well, there's a happy, the fun part. Yay. When you were in the beginning of this business, um, talking mm -hmm. about like driving around like a, like a, like a, like a mad woman, um, did your, what's your time? Well, I guess I'll ask you the question like this. So for, I asked you sort of in the beginning of the call, you know, what would you say people need for, for money when they get started? What was your experience with time? Granted, you, you, you had a good deal of time, but how many hours do you think, or, you know, is this a, do you think you do more work in the beginning or at the end, or you do, you know, how, how much time do you think you need in the beginning? And then as you grow the business, what's changed for you? Mm, at, at the beginning, definitely was the for me the the part who took me more time. I'm trying to think. 
Um, yes, because I was trying to to be in every park that I could that I could find in Google Maps, <laughs> and I was trying to get there, to going around, and I I I, I just want to get deals for me, and, and that that's something that at the beginning is a little bit hard because you want to move faster than you are actually are capable to move because you are just starting people calling calls are not coming in <laughs> as much as you want and that's something that i think i have learned that patience uh, if nothing is the, the phone is not ringing ringing right now it's okay you just keep working and it will <laughs> and it will and i think that's I I think it was the most hard, um, more work because I was working on my emotions and oh, that keep me excited and not giving up. I was like, I think that's why, because now I have a lot of work uh, going home and well, I have, my husband does, a big, big, important part of this. Uh, he he knows uh, the people. The people love him, and he, they are always calling him. When they don't call me, they call him, oh, <laughs> and cool. they are like, "Yes, it, they they know that he will help them help them as much as he can because he's he's like that." And well, it, that it, that took me a lot of my work as well because in regarding the question that if i have more work now or not your your husband's helping your was it brother brother-in-law the husband of my sister-in-law this has been awesome thank you so so much for for coming on here for opening up that it was not easy from the beginning you could have given up it's so hard on your own. I'm so glad that you have your husband there and family, and I'm always here for you anytime. Thank you so, Thank much, you so much, Patricia, seriously. Any advice that you'd give, I guess, um, lastly, any advice you'd give for um, just folks that are, you know, they've tried or they're thinking of giving up or they, they're debating this or real estate in oh. general? Well, um, for the people that I'm thinking if this is the right thing to do to... Uh, if this is going to work for them it's going to work it works um as uh, just keep working and you will see the results it definitely uh, i i i wish um, a lot of those people that they don't know if they want to do it um they are holding him holding them back just go and do it uh, it's, it's, it's just being there as you have said so many times it's just being there work and this is going to change your 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 life this has been a big changing game in my life because I just don't picture myself working in an office for someone else I just don't <laughs> don't and I'm so happy about it when all the people is working uh, I, I just can go and take time with my my girls and being there for yeah, for them and that's for me the biggest 
things of all. <laughs> I hope that that video was helpful. The investors that I interview on this channel are people that I work with, um, and the credit goes to them. Um, we spend a good deal of time together over the phone, working on deals, looking at pictures, making offers together. Um, but the folks that I work with, the folks that I interview, um, including a lot of folks that you know have their own YouTube channels now. I've been helping folks for the past 10 years invest in mobile homes, and I really help to you know keep people out of trouble, save people money, uh, and make people a lot of money as well. Now, the people I interview on this channel, again, the credit goes to them. Um, yes, there's a lot of time that we spend together, but ultimately it's that investor, just like it might be you in the future, putting in the time and the effort and the energy and having a thousand opportunities to just give up along the way. Um, if you think that this is something for you, if you'd like to learn more about mobile home investing, uh, you can check out a free website, uh, mobilehomeinvesting.net. Uh, should be right up here somewhere. And then if you, um, uh, if you want to get started working one-on-one -on -one potentially or learn more about what that takes, um, you can always go ahead and uh, go to the website below that you see right there, um, and you can learn more about moving forward uh, with a training program called the Mobile Home Formula uh, and us working together one-on-one -on -one, uh, with daily phone calls, daily help um, as needed. This business is real time. You're going to have questions. Things change day to day. If you can believe it in real estate, it just changes day to day like that. You're seeing new things. You're talking to new people, and you should have somebody on your side. Um, somebody that has over 18 years of experience uh, and has helped a number of people with some crazy situations and stories. Uh, and I don't say that to brag or anything. I just say that because there's a lot of weird situations out there that uh, I might not have believed them if I didn't go the, through them, you know, firsthand or secondhand, uh, helping so many people from uh, the East Coast to the West Coast uh, or the West Coast to the East Coast, depending on which way this video is turned. Okay, so thanks so much for watching this video. Again, I really hope that it was helpful. Uh, if we never work together, you can always email me. My email's always on for you again, uh, support at mobilehomeinvesting.net. Uh, if you ever need me, support at mobilehomeinvesting.net regardless. And then anything else, have a great rest of the day. I hope that you learned so much. Take massive action. You can do this. If you have any questions, reach out. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. The ideas and advice given in today's episode are for entertainment purposes only. If you have future ideas or questions for upcoming episodes, please email us at support at mobilehomeinvesting.net. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, the biggest compliment you can give is to like and share this podcast with your friends. 